Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host. Hi, this is Dr. Crystal from Full Life Chiropractic, and today we're going to be talking about why milestones matter. So milestones, if you've ever wondered what that is, it's the developmental stepping stone for each child at different points in their life. So when they're born, we have a new fresh baby, and we want to see them smile, we want to see them hold our fingers, we want to see them open their eyes. There's not too much that we're looking for from day one. But from there, from zero to three months, we should start to see our baby smile. They should start to coo. They should start recognizing, you know, faces and patterns. And what we actually want to see is eye contact. So from there, not a lot, our typical cute baby, and then we're going to keep developing and growing. We want to cherish those moments and take all the pictures we can. And from four to six months, now our baby starts to grab. So if you've got long hair like me, they start to grab your hair, grab your glasses, grab your necklace. They'll start to roll over. They'll sit up. And they'll start teething. So you'll go through a lot of drooling. The solid foods will start to be introduced. And we're going to go through each of these little steps. And so far, it doesn't seem like anything major. It doesn't seem like anything drastic. But at seven and nine months, we're going to start to see baby go from sitting up to now going quadruped. So they're going to start to want to crawl. We're going to see them go up on their hands and knees. They're going to go backwards. They're going to go forward. They're going to start playing with their hands, starting in some dexterity, figuring out how to pass from hand to hand. And you're even going to start to see them babble. So they're going to make all these sounds and you know they're having a fun conversation. And then as they get older, we're getting into 10 to 12 months, almost a year old, they're going to start looking and listening and understanding you. And they're going to even start saying their first words, mama, dada. I know that's usually the race. We want to hear mama first. Usually it's the dada they say. And then going even further from that, they're going to start taking their first steps, playing with books, taking a sip from a cup. So all of these are going to be our normal developmental patterns. This is what we should see day zero up to 18 months. And then even going forward, we're going to see different developmental milestones. So the big question is, why does it matter? What happens if my child's just really smart? They skip a step. um, They skip crawling. They skip rolling over. What does it matter? Is my child just smarter or does it even affect them? And the answer simply is, yes, it does affect them. We want them to be able to make eye contact. We want them to be able to lift their heads. This is why tummy time in the beginning is so important because it will help develop their musculature so that they can have good control of their head. If not, then we start to see a floppy baby and we don't want to see Uh, flaccid muscle. We want to be able to see them to move their eyes and move their head. They shouldn't be stuck just moving their eyes because then we know they can't control their neck as they get older. And so that's going to play a part into their reflexes as they get older and they become more self-aware. And then at four to six months, 
if we're not rolling over, if we're not reaching, we start losing a lack of communication, if we're not babbling, or if we're rolling over to only one side. So I've seen quite a few babies where they can only roll to one side, or they start rolling to one side within their first week. Are they advanced or what's going on there? And so for those babies within the one to three months and they're rolling over really soon, I know that there's tension in their body. And so we have to look at their pregnancy, their birth, what is affecting it to cause them to only want to go to one side. So that's where we come in as pediatric chiropractors and we start working on their muscle tone and just saying, do they need more stretching? Does their spine need to be aligned? There's a lot of outside factors during pregnancy that we forget to think about. Was baby more to the right side in utero? Were they more to the left? Was there an epidural or pitocin used? Did that cause more pressure and cause more uterine constraint? So these things can have an effect on our babies. And if they're only turning to one side, only one side of their brain is developing that motor control. So we want them to develop both sides by rolling from back to belt or back to belly and belly to back. And are they doing it right and left? Now, as they get to seven and nine months, we want to see them crawl. If they start to skip this step, which back in about 2021, the CDC did change and they decided that crawling was no longer a milestone. And a lot of pediatric chiropractors noticed this, and I'm sure pediatric OTs and PTs noticed this as well. And there was kind of a big uproar about this because from our standpoint, crawling is one of the biggest milestones because now our babies are getting more mobile and they're learning that they can soon be on their own and just travel. So when they skip the crawling, two things are gonna happen. They're gonna either stay in place or we're gonna see what happens when they miss that. When we start to crawl, we're developing our left and right sides of our brain. So the left side of our brain controls the right side of our body and the right side of our brain controls the left side of our body. The other thing that develops in the brain is our social engagement, um, our analytical selves, our artistic selves. Those are both on different sides of the brain, the left and on the right. So some people who are more analytical or more artistic or people who are more well-rounded. And so we want to see this as they get older, because if we don't see any crawling, then we're going to have issues when they start to try and walk. So if you've thought to yourself, like, I'm just a clumsy adult, I always bump into the corners, I just don't walk very well, I have poor balance, you could have skipped crawling. So this is how it can affect the child as they become an adult. So for us, we want to see our children crawl and want to evaluate them. Now, why the CDC changed that in 2021, we're not quite sure. My thought on it is we were all isolated. And so during that isolation period, the kids weren't learning from each other. The parents were all at home sitting at a desk. They didn't have time to crawl on the floor with their children. Um, I know a lot of center-based daycares were starting to close or they're very restrictive about who could come in and who couldn't. So all of that's going to play a factor into what baby was learning. And now if we have a lot of babies who skipped crawling, this might become another epidemic or pandemic where they didn't want to cause more chaos and more, um, more just 
being scared more on our parents. We don't need to cause another stressor. So really just crawling around at home with the kids and at the dog and with the dogs, this is going to help them develop this. So that's one step at home that you can take just to help with your baby, help with your children. Even if they're older, get on the floor and get them crawling because not only does it affect our balance, it also affects our neck curvature. So we talk a lot about text neck. Everyone is texting and they've had their neck bent down. And so we're getting a neck reversal, but if we're skipping crawling, that's where we actually get our neck curvature. Same thing for our low back. That's how we get that low back curvature. And so then if we go straight up and we're just a straight spine, with no curves, there's definitely going to be difficulty for our pelvis to move as we walk and to glide. And so this is where we come in, where pediatric chiropractors, we look and evaluate, we assess these children. The children from day one, for the most part, don't have any issues. And then we have children across different spectrums where we're like, okay, is it a brain issue? Is it a muscle issue? And that's the great thing about chiropractors is we do work with the nervous system. So when we help the brain and the nervous system go through everything, we're opening up these pathways that allows that information to get to the body and just helps the child thrive even more because we don't want to see any cognitive or physical or social delays because along the line, those things do happen. And the other thing that can happen too is when we see children start to miss milestones, we can also see primitive reflexes that children are born with still be intact. And as they get older, some of these primitive reflexes should start to um, engage. They should be not retained, forgetting the word right now, but they should integrate. They should start to integrate. So what ends up happening is these primitive reflexes develop in the uterus. And once baby's born, we all know that startle reflex. That startle reflex comes out. We try to put baby into the crib and they'll flail their arms. They will, if you stroke their back, kind of turn their back. You'll start to see little things like that. Now, when we get older, if these reflexes are still intact, we'll start to see different issues. Like I said, the developmental um, delay of cognition or a delayed physical activity or delayed social engagement. You'll see a lack of interest in being socialized. So we want to make sure in our kids that these primitive reflexes are intact on day one, but also are integrated at a year to two years old. So these reflexes are very similar to like when you hit the knee and the knee kicks out, it's a reflex. You can't control it. So if someone has a retained primitive reflex, they can't control when we test, it will just happen. And so we see these in our older children who have retained primitive reflexes. They will have bedwetting. They will have um, ADHD. They can't control the different things that affect, like, I can't pay attention. I see the squirrel. I got to go this way. So we do take a look at all of these different portions of your child. So this is why we look at children from zero all the way to teenagers, even adults. We can check this on. So we have adults who are like, we have ADHD. They may not tell us in the beginning. And as we start to adjust them, they will begin to notice that their ADHD has become more manageable or it hasn't, they haven't really had to take medication or anything they were on before. 
So a lot of reasons patients or people don't know to see a chiropractor is they just don't know. They don't know what to look for. They don't know what they're missing. So one thing I say is there are tons of apps out there. The one app that I love and used for my daughter was the Wonder Weeks app. That will tell you when your child is going through a developmental leap or a milestone. It'll also tell you when you're going to have some rough nights, some regressions, staying up late, maybe some cluster feeds. And I really like that because I kind of knew, I was like, something's off. I just knew something wasn't right. And I would look and I'm like, we're going through a little regression. That's normal. Okay, so, oh, she learned something new. Is that on time? Is that early? I would bring her into the office and have one of our other doctors check her out and make sure everything was in line. For her, she had a lip and tongue tie. She had issues latching. So I wanted to make sure we were doing everything possible to make that journey as smooth as possible because that journey could be very difficult and that's a whole nother topic. But for her, just making sure that her nervous system was engaging the way it should be. I didn't want her to have any more hurdles than what she did. Her birth was smooth. It was Everything went well. Everything in my life at that time was not going well, so that could have also had an effect on her. So these are things that we need to look at. We need to look at how was the pregnancy? Was mom stressed? Was um, there physical ailment, low back pain, pubic pain that usually happens during pregnancy? Was there any injuries? Did we fall? Um, Maybe something we didn't even think about, we caught ourselves, we didn't fully fall. That can all change the way our pregnancy is. And then it affects baby after baby's birth. And so all these little things slowly add up. It's not one true thing, but it is multiple things that lead up to it. A lot of times parents also go into that that mom guilt or dad guilt and they go or they go into denial. They're like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing here. And then we're a little bit later having to fix some of the issues going on. And again, none of these things are wrong. We don't know. That's why I do like some of these apps. The one best thing I would say is to go and have your child checked. So you can look on ICPA for kids. So it's ICPA, the number four, kids.org. And on there, you can put in your zip code and you can find a pediatric chiropractor in your area. Or if you know someone who is a pediatric chiropractor, they can go ahead and check. They can check the milestones. They can check the primitive reflexes. They can just go ahead and assess and get a baseline as to where your child is. And then just keeping up with each month. So as often as you're going to your um, pediatrician, you can go into your pediatric chiropractor for those same months. They do the first week, the three month, the six month, the nine month. I think we just did our 18 months. So having your child checked at those same stages that you would with your pediatrician, same with your chiropractor. Because at your pediatrician, they will have you check off boxes. And I think for me, that's what the most they do. Okay, check off boxes, you you pass. Where when I bring my daughter into the office, I'm like, okay, she fell and bumped her head. Her neck's been off a little bit. Um, she, she learned how to crawl, crawling backwards. Is that normal? Yes. Going forward, is that normal? I've seen other children, they do... Um, kind of a scoot crawl. And I was like, the first time I saw that I was not a chiropractor. And I was like, that's not normal. Mom said it was normal. Everyone else said it was normal. Going through um, chiropractic school in the ICPA program, 
is where I learned, nope, that's not normal. That's a pelvis issue. It needs to be adjusted so that baby can get the mobility to go back to crawling or to standing. And so we don't know what we don't know unless we start to get that education. So I'm hoping with this podcast that today's episode, you'll be able to look at your child or grandchildren. That's one great thing is my dad is the first time grandpa and he is seeing with his other siblings, grandchildren, he's noticing the things that he didn't see in my daughter. And, or he is noticing like she had eczema. He's like, I know you've done all these other holistic treatments. They're not doing medical or holistic. What is there that can be done? And, you know, we don't want to ignore these things because they can become a full-fledged problem at, at the end and or later on in adulthood. And we don't want to be fixing injured adults. We'd rather do that during childhood so that way we give them the best adulthood and teenage years as possible. So if you're looking, if you're wondering, what do I do? I say go first straight to your pediatric chiropractor. Look online, go to the Google reviews, go to the Facebook, go anywhere and everywhere. We're on social media. We're at Full Life Chiropractic and just have them evaluated and checked. That's where I would start. And then from there, your pediatric chiropractor can tell you what they're going to do in office, what you need to do at home, because there are exercises at home that you need to do and that you need to stay on top of. So that way, all of these things begin to integrate. And that way you are meeting the milestones, because we're seeing so much now of ADHD, um, allergies, just a lot of different things that weren't there before. So something's changing. And instead of knowing there's a change and ignoring it, that's where we step in. We see there's a change. We see there's a need. And so we come in and we say, okay, let's see how we can help the community. So that's where we stand here at Full Life Chiropractic. So I hope you guys had a great day and I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.